Welcome to Supermarket Spotlight, the go-to podcast for all your grocery industry updates. I'm your host, RJ Johnson, bringing you news straight from the aisles to your ears. Today, we're unpacking a cart full of breaking stories, from major mergers and ambitious expansions to trend-setting retail strategies and the latest legislative tax talks. Join me as we navigate the corridors of commerce and the front lines of food retail. Let's get into the freshest headlines that are shaping the way we shop. In today's episode, we're delving into the competitive grocery terrain where a major merger is facing significant hurdles. The proposed $24.6 billion union between Kroger and Albertsons has hit a snag as attorneys in Colorado and Washington have initiated lawsuits to halt the mega deal. These roadblocks could signal the onset of numerous legal challenges for Kroger as it tries to acquire its competitor, Albertsons. But what's particularly intriguing is the insider information reported by Bloomberg, pointing to a possible upcoming lawsuit from the Federal Trade Commission, a movement likely to garner support from several states. While the FTC has not publicly commented on these rumors, the reports suggest a lawsuit may be filed before February's end. Within the blend of accusations and defenses, the Colorado Attorney General's office alleges that the grocery chains have engaged in anti-competitive activities such as a no-poach agreement that restricts hiring rival employees, particularly those on strike. Both Kroger and Albertsons have categorically denied these claims. Amidst these legal battles, union voices have not gone unheard. In a press release from UFCW Local 555, a labor union representing grocery workers across the Pacific Northwest, Vice President Ann Poff stated a resounding endorsement of the merger. The union argues that Albertson's parent company, Cerberus Capital Management, is determined to sell, and they would prefer a sale to an experienced grocery retailer over the alternatives. They assert the merger, coupled with a significant divestiture to CNS wholesale grocers, could safeguard worker interests. This alignment of union stance with corporate interests presents quite the dichotomy against the backdrop of possible state actions. With both companies holding a significant presence in Colorado as the two largest chains, This merger is a high-stakes chess game, shedding light on the delicate balance between business strategy and fair competition. And with the FTC's looming shadow, the industry awaits the next move in this corporate saga. And turning our spotlight north, Loblaw Companies, Canada's largest retailer, has unveiled a bold blueprint for growth in the coming year. The chain announced a record capital investment plan in excess of $2 billion. This infusion of capital is earmarked for the addition of more than 40 new stores and the renovation or relocation of 10 others. But that's not all. An astounding number of renovations will be seen across their existing locations, with over 700 stores set to be refreshed. Loblaw's strategy is not only aggressive in expansion, but also aims to generate employment opportunities. The company estimates that this move will create upwards of 7,500 jobs. In an era when job growth is a paramount concern for economies worldwide, Loblaw's initiative is a welcome one, potentially setting the stage for an economic boost within the communities they serve. The president and CEO of Loblaw has asserted they are investing where Canadians need it most. These investments will see the introduction of new discount stores and 140 pharmacy care clinics, enhancing the accessibility of affordable food and healthcare nationwide. For the millions of Canadians who rely on Loblaw's services, this expansion could be transformative, offering more convenience and support in their daily lives. 
The Canadian Giants expansion is a strategic move that strengthens its position in the North American retail market. As it stands, Loblaw operates a massive network of 2,500 stores, along with national e-commerce options, backed by its robust loyalty program with over 18 million members. As Loblaw continues to evolve, they reaffirm the importance of physical retail stores complemented by online retail services, catering to a diverse customer base with varying shopping preferences. As we sift through these significant corporate maneuvers, we'll keep an eye on how Loblaw's mega investment will ripple through the retail landscape and what it could mean for the future of grocery shopping in Canada. Sprouts Farmer's Market is charging ahead with enthusiasm and high expectations, and for good reason. Their recently unveiled fourth quarter and fiscal year results paint an optimistic picture. An impressive 8% jump in net sales to $1.7 billion in Q4 and a year of solid comparable sales growth at 3.4%. That's a successful harvest any way you slice it. But numbers are only part of Sprout's narrative. Their strategic vision is set on expansion, with an outlook that predicts net sales growth of 5 to 7.5%. They're not just growing their sales, they're nurturing their physical presence as well. With around 35 new stores planned for the year, Sprouts is sowing the seeds for an even larger footprint across the nation. Why this confidence? Look to their approach, focusing on customer engagement, unit growth, and leveraging a 337,000-square-foot distribution center in Fullerton, California, to support local food partnerships. This center will be instrumental in distributing fresh goods to approximately 100 Sprouts locations, bolstering their continued commitment to quality, freshness, and community connection. As for their performance, the numbers speak volumes. A notable 7% increase in net sales to $6.8 billion this past fiscal year is one feat. A diluted earnings per share increase from 239 to 284 in 2023. Now that's a testament to a robust financial health. Jack Sinclair's remarks underscore the company's momentum, attesting to their specialty as a grocer and the dedication of their team to drive shareholder value. This nuanced combination of vibrant sales, expansion plans, and strategic investments constructs a fertile ground for Sprouts Farmers Market's future growth aspirations. Turning now to the convenience store sector, Wawa, the beloved chain known for its delectable hoagies and coffee, is marking a major milestone in its business journey. Celebrating its 60th year of operation, Wawa isn't merely resting on the laurels of its pioneering past. It's charging ahead with an aggressive expansion plan slated for 2024. The company has announced that it plans to inaugurate over 70 new stores, signaling entry into three fresh territories, Alabama, Georgia, and North Carolina. The community imprint of each new Wawa store is considerable. Every location generates at least 35 long-term jobs, reinforcing Wawa's commitment to community involvement and local economic growth. A clear indication that Wawa isn't just expanding its footprint, but also its role as a community cornerstone, supporting local causes and contributing to regional nonprofits. As Wawa's president and CEO Chris Gasons puts it, we pride ourselves on brightening days, and as they proceed with this expansion, the company promises to continue fulfilling lives at every new store. It's evident that Wawa's store openings are about much more than just business growth. They're about enriching the neighborhoods they serve and fostering meaningful connections that go beyond a simple transaction at the register. As we navigate the aisles of fiscal decision-making, let's turn our attention to a retail giant that's certainly been checking out with hefty bags, Walmart. 
Stepping forward with a decisive move in boardroom deliberations, Walmart announced a tangible show of shareholder appreciation. Setting the stage for fiscal year 2025, their board consented to an annual cash dividend on a post-stock split basis of $0.83 cents per share, or $2.49 on a pre-split basis. Now, this isn't just a routine numerical tweak. It's an approximately 9% increase from the previous year. To put this into perspective, Walmart hasn't seen such a substantial rise in over a decade. Peeling back the orange sticker of their fiscal report, the earnings are as impressive as their aisle of savings. Operating income shot up by a remarkable 30%. These numbers don't just translate to bottom lines, they represent a strategic prowess in navigating tumultuous economic waves. Walmart's fourth quarter results echo this trend with an $8 billion constancy currency sales surge led by a marked uptick in transactions across various channels, from in-store hustles to the digital buzz of e-commerce. In an era where customers yearn for immediacy, Walmart's store-fulfilled delivery sales have risen by nearly 50%. Ensuring prompt home deliveries, they've successfully cut last-mile delivery costs by 20% in the past year. Aligned with their earnings ascent, Walmart turned heads with an eye-catching strategic acquisition, scooping up TV maker Vizio for a cool $2.3 billion. This isn't just an expansion of their inventory. It's a deliberate stride into innovative entertainment and media experiences that'll enrich their retail media network. Spotlighting their foundation, Walmart upheld their promise to bolster associate wages and benefits with an investment of $1 billion. A clear vote of confidence in their invaluable team, who navigate the front lines with dexterity. This logistic finesse and consideration of their staff signal, Walmart's unyielding commerce dominance, one that we'll all be keeping an eye on in the checkout lanes of the retail world. In a move that's likely to resonate with consumers facing persistent high prices at the checkout, two states are taking significant strides towards reducing the pressure on shoppers' wallets. In Illinois, Governor J.B. Pritzker has unveiled his proposal to permanently eliminate the state's 1% tax on groceries during his budget address. The governor emphasized the importance of this step, noting that even a modest reduction in inflationary pressures can offer meaningful relief for families. This gesture also aims to dismantle what is considered a regressive tax that disproportionately impacts lower-income households. Meanwhile, Oklahoma has taken a definitive leap forward by passing House Bill 1955, effectively removing the state's grocery tax rated at 4.5%. The state's House Speaker Charles McCall heralded the achievement as delivering the largest single-year tax cut in Oklahoma's history, placing back $411 million into the hands of citizens. Both initiatives reflect an awareness among state legislators of the need to support their constituencies during a time when soaring grocery bills have become a notable burden. By cutting the grocery tax, Illinois and Oklahoma not only alleviate immediate financial strain, but also send a message confirming their commitment to enhancing the economic welfare of their residents. Such legislative changes could also set an important precedent for other states looking to follow suit in a concerted effort to combat the effects of inflation on essential goods. The reinstitution of tax in Illinois and the new legislation in Oklahoma are poignant examples of how states can positively impact the day-to-day -day lives of their constituents. These changes, set against the backdrop of a challenging economic climate, are certain to keep the conversation on the balance of taxation and consumer relief at the forefront of policy debates. In the realm of retail property, notable movements are shaking the commercial landscape, infusing new vibrancy and strategic focus in various regions. 
For instance, in Houston, Whitestone has seized ownership of the Garden Oaks Shopping Center, a 107,000-square-foot center that enjoys a robust occupancy rate with an impressive tenant roster that includes all D, Planet Fitness, and Dollar Tree. The move exemplifies a confident stride in the market, showcasing how retail investors are navigating the current environment with an eye for opportunities that affirm the ongoing relevance of physical storefronts. This acquisition is just a slice of the broader picture, as developments across the nation reflect an awareness that the future of retail involves a symbiotic relationship between shopping venues and community needs. HEB, the grocery giant known for its customer-centric approach and Texas-sized selection, has revised its store placement strategy in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, spotlighting the ever-dynamic nature of retail real estate. Initially, the company announced plans for a 120,000-square-foot facility on the east side of Route 80, but it appears they've switched routes. Now, they chased a fresh opportunity in the Villages at Gateway, a bustling corner of a master-planned community that promises to serve the rapidly growing population of Forney, Texas. This strategic move demonstrates their agility and keen sense for consumer needs. Despite challenges like the rumble of nearby rail tracks that led to the location rethink, they continue to show a commitment to smart, sustainable growth. Thank you for tuning in. We'll return next time with more updates from the world of groceries. Until then, keep your carts rolling and your pantries full. This is Supermarket Spotlight, signing off.